Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hey Paul. Hello Linda. Friday afternoon, yay. No special guests today. No, just us. Yeah. And even Joel ran out just before he saw the microphone come out. Soft. Soft. Yes, Joel, you are soft. Soft. So how's your week been? We'll know if he listens to it now. Yes. Oh, let's see. (laughs) Let's see if he rings up and sends us a text or something. So how's your week been? Uh, Week was okay. Today was rubbish. Like, today turned out to be a bit rubbish. Now, see, your idea of rubbish and my idea of rubbish are quite different because... My idea of rubbish wouldn't include that lovely lamb backstrap that you cooked. Was it backstrap? Or... Well, so there, there we go. That proves that it was rubbish. It was beef. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought it was beef. And then Joel says, no, no, it, uh, Paul's got this great big slab of lamb backstrap. And I, when I saw it, he brought some in. Lamb backstrap isn't that big. Well, I thought, wow, it's, it looks like, tastes like beef. No. But I thought, well, what do I know? Yeah. Because you are a whiz at cooking. So that, okay, not lamb, but beef. That's why I don't do the cooking podcast, everybody out there. Yeah. thing on my own. <laughs> um, no, well, that was a fail. So. Oh, <laughs> what? No, no, it was. No, seriously. So I, I t- it was I, so tender. I, no. So tasty. No, it was not right. So I did film it. Um, and when it came time to carving it, I looked at the camera and said, well, this was a Oh, right. Okay. Oh, no. Because I I wasn't happy with it. So we'll redo it. I know know what I did wrong. So it was kind of a a bit of a gamble to spend my time filming it before I tested it. But I thought, well, if it it comes off, it comes off. But it was okay, but okay isn't good enough. Well, I'd have been happy to eat that. Any time of the yeah. any time of the week with some so, potatoes or salad that yeah. was fantastic. So I was just trying a technique which is similar to well, it is reverse searing, but generally when you do reverse sear, you put it in a regular conventional oven, dry heat uh, at a low temperature, and then you finish it on a pan, or you know, you know, fry pan to colour it up. Da, 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 da. Now. For a piece of beef like that, not lamb, beef, (laughs) um, you set your oven to sort of 80 or 90 degrees uh, and it takes quite a while, okay? Now, given that steam's far more efficient as far as heat, my theory was, okay, I'll just drop the temperature back a bit, just a little bit, um, and do the same thing. It certainly cooked it in half the time, no doubt, but... I think the actual temperature was a bit too high and I didn't end up with the texture that I wanted in the end. So it wasn't right. But that being said, I'll um, just drop the temperature back a little bit further and we'll get it right on. So it's not sous vide cooking and it's not steaming at 100 degrees full steam, but it's in the middle there. So I'm looking for something where we can get a similar result as far as what you would get from doing reverse searing, but a bit quicker. Uh, along with that, there was the entire part 
before the cooking part, which was the tutorial on how to clean and prep an entire tenderloin, um, the different parts of the tenderloin, because it, you go to a butcher, some butchers will call it eye fillet, some butchers will call it tenderloin, people know filet mignon, uh, okay. Chateaubriand, yeah. like there's a lot of different words going around, so trying to explain what all of those things mean for different places. Uh, so Chateaubriand isn't the actual entire eye fillet, it's the centre piece of the eye fillet and you cook it and serve it as one whole piece, that's Chateaubriand. When you cut that down into smaller portions, they're filet mignons, and when you cut the filet mignons down into smaller portions, they're called tortados. Oh, yes. So, and yes. like very famous mm. dish, tortados rossini. Yes. Um, and then you've got the tail and the, what some people call the eye end, uh, but it's called the butt, and then the centre cut and all sorts of stuff. So, went through the whole rigmarole of doing everything, how to truss it, a couple of different ways to truss it, get it ready, get it prepped. And then, right as well, I wasn't happy. So, all that footage goes in the bin. But to add insult to injury, I had other footage to edit. Um, so, I sort of did some of that yesterday and I was getting on to the second part of it today. And I'm missing a whole chunk out of a, a recipe, which is not the hardest recipe in the world, but it's quite technical. Um, so, oh, that was no. the floating islands in Florida. Oh, okay. Um, and to leave out a portion of it in the middle, uh, so I'll have to... Re so the oh. start of next week will be redo a couple Excellent. of things. No lunch on Monday. Um, and then we'll... Yeah, I don't... I actually don't know what I'm going to start... Um, what I'm going to cook next. I haven't really got that far. I was just a bit... Because my plan was to get quite a few videos edited and up on you know, the site so Joel could put them up over the next sort of week or so. Um, but, yeah, alas, there's only one. Well, um, I did when I was looking at it, I did think this is a little bit on the the brownish side of pink than what you would normally prepare. I know you and I have different opinions about doneness. Yeah. And my preference is a little bit darker, but I thought, wow, and it was so easy to cut. It just fell away. Yeah. And, that, and it just but on it its own... But it actually wasn't right. Okay, but it tasted and it was easy yeah, to eat. the taste was good because it had a butt ton of butter and garlic and rosemary basted over it at the end. Right so then. the taste wasn't the issue. Okay. Uh, the texture and the level of doneness... How's that ...or the too? brownish or pink, as you put it, um, wasn't to my liking. So I'm just trying to find... Something that gives yeah. us close to a sous vide type result without a bag, but quicker than a reverse sear. So there'll mm. be a point in the middle there. I'm pretty sure I know where it is now as far as the temperature goes, um, which will be able to do that. And that will be a good one to show because effectively you can get something that's... Because the part, the middle part of that, those, that I feel it was nice and pink and like how I would have mm. liked it. It's just... I think I hit it with a bit too much steam. It was a fraction hot. Um, so I just need to pair it back a bit. Now, it will take a little bit longer, but I still predict that it'll be faster than doing a, a reverse sear in a conventional oven. So okay. that's what I'm sort of looking at at the minute. And I also want people to know that buying eye fillers 
Um, if you buy it whole uncleaned, it's far cheaper. And because of the nature of the cut, it's there's very little wastage. Um, and ev almost everything you take off it, which you can't use, you can use for something else. So there's a chain side of it. Besides the sort of silver skin that sits on the top, which you can't use for anything, um, it's, it's very little wastage. So you can probably save yourself some money by learning how to actually get one cleaned and prepped um, because it is an expensive cut. It's the, you know... The, the gene. That, if you can nail that, that is... A yeah. Well, I mean, it's the Rolls Royce, really, depending yeah. on where you're from. I mean, um, in the States, generally, Prime Rib is the, is yeah. the one. Um, because it's got that beefier flavour. Um, so I feel it isn't known as it's really flavourful, as a really flavourful part, um, but the tenderness is what that's known for. And if you go to any French bistro and order steak frit, it's nine yeah. times out of ten, it's using the tender one, or I feel it. But it certainly wasn't lamb. Thanks, Linda. That no, well, makes that's, me feel that's even why better I, no. about today's results. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I was a bit confused because oh, it's been, it's been this a long week. This is seriously week. a big lamb. Well, I was looking at and it and I thought... And backstraps too. Yeah, I know. But Joel said no, no. And I thought, well, he's been in the kitchen. And he bought... He very nicely, thanks to you, bought it into me because I couldn't leave my desk because it it's been a big week. And so I sort of pushed my keyboard so, aside and grabbed it. And I thought, okay, it looks like beef. Joel said it's lamb. What do I know? See what I've got to work with here, people? <laughs> the two people I'm That's involved <laughs> with the cooking business. Can't tell lamb <laughs> and beef. Can't tell lamb and beef. Can't tell the difference between lamb and beef. This is uh, what you have to put up with. This is not going well today. <laughs> no, it's been, a, it's been a funny week. On a good note, my steam oven, combi, my combi steam oh, oven. Oh, yeah, a progress the, update. The progress update, the um, repair guy was in constant touch with uh, Dougie at home. Yep. He came this morning, had a look, pulled the oven out, and um, yes, he confirmed that it has shorted out, that water got into the unit somehow, and he was taking it away. And even though it's seven years old or older, um, he thought it would still be worthwhile repairing. What we have to explore, he's coming back with a quote, so we'll see. Yeah. He's taking it back to his workshop. And, You're secretly um, hoping that it's broken. Well, I was really surprised that he said that because, you know, these days, you know, like nothing lasts forever and we've had a really good go with it for seven years and it gets used every day. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Every day. And multiple times on the weekend with things. So Yeah, so water's gotten... It doesn't gotten, Just to explain a little bit further... Water's gotten into some of the electrical componentry and has shorted out the oven. So it's kicked off the safety switch in your house and it yes. shut down the oven. So the and his he being the repair dude, mm -hmm. um, his response was, Okay, it's shorted out your motherboard and you showed me pictures and it's clearly got um, where it's sort of you get that sort of cooked electrical yeah that black, black spot around color that. Yeah. Um, and his sort of solution well possible solution without taking it back to the workshop yet was replace the motherboard or whatever circuit board mm. that might have been as I mentioned to you this morning my query is is well that's all well and fine that'll get the oven working but the investigation should be into how the water got in there yes not 
okay, yes, we know it. We can recognise that it's broken, mm. okay, and we know the part that needs to be replaced, but why did that happen? Yes. That's the one. Because if it's lost the ability to, and trust me, I'm right in the middle of understanding water getting into componentry of appliances, I'm very deep in that conversation. If, like... If it if a, some sort of seal is broken or something, it will occur again and then again and then again because water is a nightmare. Is it? It gets in everywhere. Once you haven't got a good seal, it's very hard to stop water. And if you think about it from the perspective of your range hood, yes, yeah. So you've had plumbers. <laughs> our our plumber, range hood. Yeah. Four plumbers plus the installation. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it still it's leaks. Probably like. Lots of water. The entire roof where the exhaust goes out has probably got half a dozen tubes of silicon around it, but you still have water. We still have water. Yeah. It still leaks, and when it rains and it and it floods, it's not just a few drops. It actually floods the bench. So that just shows you that no matter how good a job you do about trying to stop water, it's very hard to stop water once seals are broken. Um, and that's why, you know, cars and all sorts of, and even appliances all, all work with gaskets and stuff like that. And those things are perishable. They do wear. And anything that gets wet and then hot and then dry is likely to go brittle over a period of time. So my query to repair dude on your behalf would be, Okay, fine. We understand the part that needs to be replaced. Yes, that will get it working again. But why did? How did water get in there? That's right. And the seals in in the oven. This is the second. This is the second lot. I think you've had you replaced them once when you were around there. Yeah. So that's the door seal. That's the door seal. That's got nothing to no, do. No, no. But they are they are a little bit loose. Yeah. But internally, it looks okay. You can't tell anything, but. You know, when he was looking at it's still very tidy, neat little unit. Yeah. So there's no obvious place. Like there's no like a burst tire you can see. No. You know, there's no obvious place that you can see where it's leaking. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll stay tuned. We'll come back with an update. Because I was actually quite surprised that because it's not the electronic sort of circuit board that you see these days... Um, I mean, it looked less sophisticated than an old Fisher and Parker washing machine circuit board we had back in 1990. You know, just yeah. a few wires and that some would, bits of machinery. That won't be the only part of the workings of the oven. There'll be parts underneath as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it just so, looked okay. And thanks. behind. But it just, I thought, <laughs> wow, it looks like pretty okay. Yeah. And um, I was surprised that he didn't say, look, we, you know, it's seven years old. It's old technology. We've really just moved on to this technology now so yeah we'll see i guess we'll wait and see what he comes back with and how long so took it away this morning tell everyone how much it is yeah yeah no he he said oh it could be 180 could be 580 it could be we'll just let you know and um so if it's a thousand dollars okay let let's just say if it's a thousand australian dollars what do you do oh yeah no this is this is an issue that we have to really look at because as you know we Oh no! When I mean we, I mean Doug and I. Yeah. Because if you if one goes, if you make if you make a decision to to get rid of one, 
they're both going and they're both being replaced with new combi steam ovens. Yeah, so, so it's the not other just oven, one. The other oven is the not. Other, no, the other uh, oven is fine. It's not a combi steam oven. Yeah. No. But I am. I have been asked to make a dessert. We're going around to my uh, to my beautiful friends, Shane and Ev, Saturday night, and I have to make a dessert. And because I don't have my combi steam oven, the only dessert I have that I can make at home is a pav. Which well, I'm cooking overnight. So, funnily enough, there's a, there there is a coffee steam oven here there in the is. office. I know there is, but uh, when I'm when I'm here tomorrow, uh, I'll be having to sit in my desk and work, not uh, yeah. cook. So I thought I'd do that tonight when I get home, and because uh, I'm not that great at cooking, as you know, it's not going to be a pav incomplete. It'll be a smash pav mixed with things, which yeah, is easy to transport as well. As my lovely partner says that she loves pavlova. She loves scones. We've discussed this before. The pavlova itself is just a vehicle to carry Get the, the cream. cream. That's exactly right. So, so that's what we're doing. I mean, that, I don't believe that myself, but nonetheless. But that's uh, that's ahead for us this week and uh, looking at a very empty cavity in our kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. But we'll see what happens. We'll keep you, in, keep you up to date with the cost, the the uh, repair dude and how long it takes. So we'll see. Last time it was gone for six weeks. We'll see if it's a little bit better this time. Yeah. That's hey, a long time. It was a long time. I really missed it then. Yeah. Well, happy cooking, everybody. Happy yeah. cooking, Paul, this weekend. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next see you week. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.